What is up, everybody? It is Thursday, May 15th, 2014, and you're listening to the 10th Talking Games podcast. I am your host, Steve Say, and I'm here with Rob Newmar. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I like that energy. And Mr. Justin Townsend. Hello out there. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Has it been a dream of yours since you were little to play the drums, Justin? Actually, yes. And when I tried out for them in the third grade bands, they were like, go ahead, hear these drumsticks, go ahead, tap. And they were like, well, you're going to play trombone. Aw, that's so sad. I tried to take drums when I was growing up in school. Uh-huh. And like, I had these visions of me being like, you know, like Neil Peart, like behind the, behind the thing, just, or not Neil Peart, John Bonham, one of those, one of those really Dave Grohl, one of those mm-hmm. really good guys. And I have all these things. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a rock star. They hand me a little fucking like rice pad thing and sticks, like real drumsticks with this crappy little. Like, like one of the roll drums? or Yeah, not even. Okay. Just this like you hit it and it's uh-huh. like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like layers upon layers of rice paper mm-hmm. or some garbage. And, you know. Meanwhile, they'll give a kid a recorder and send them home trying to play Polly Wally Doodle or whatever the hell it Hot is. Hot cross buns, you mean? Hot cross buns. Hot cross yes. buns annoy yeah. the shit out of everybody within like their entire block. <laughs> God, I hated school. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, this week on the Talking Games podcast, we're going to tell you what games we played this week. And <sighs> we're going to talk a little bit of news and talk about some Nintendo stuff still. And we're also going to talk about. Xbox One and their little announcement to package the Xbox One without the Connect for a hundred dollars less. That's a tiny little announcement. Mm. I'm sure no one noticed. No. Nah. So for those of us like myself and Rob who have not dove into the pool, we'll see how we feel about that. I'd be diving now. Oh, but that's tonight's main event. We are going to take your listener feedback, your listener questions. You guys got to ask us questions, and we're going to answer them to the best of our ability, the best of that our, our minds will allow us to do, because often thinking on the fly is not good for your old host here. But forget about that. We'll get to mm-hmm. that later. Rob, what did you play this week? Uh, well, I am now the new club champion at uh, good old Mario Golf. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I've been playing the hell out of that game, and to get the club championship, you basically have to go through and beat every course at least once or twice, and then uh, and then you face off against uh, Mario. Surprise, Mario! How good is Mario? Oh, he's flawless. Is he the king? No, yeah. Is he the Tiger Woods of Mario Golf? Yes. Yep. Yes, he is. He does not make a mistake. So you have to be, be- better. Does, much, he rub, much does better. he rub it in your face like when he's like winning and he's like, it's me. That's the whole the whole game. People are making their damn noises. See, I haven't. But that's the word. You know, that is the thing that annoys me about that the most is uh, the, the noises consistently. And then when you when you get on the winner stand, it's like. Everyone's just screaming over and over and over. It's yeah, I thought that I saw the uh, the winner ceremony. You're all good? you're all right over there. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the winner ceremony. Uh, I thought 
they could have used a little bit more fanfare. Uh-huh. Maybe, you know, like a little Nintendo parade. Just have some characters walk through the square and celebrate. It's like, you win. And here, press A. <laughs> and you can do it all over again if you like. Well, the best part is when you do like the online tournaments or tournaments with friends. When they finally get to the ceremony, the trophy ceremony, uh, the whole crowd is all of your friends. So, like yeah, yeah. the other night, I was at a trophy ceremony uh, for the first. Crying? You were standing next to me, uh-huh. and so yeah, like the spotlight was going back and forth, about to land on someone, and unfortunately, it wasn't you. No, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. But. How are you doing? I'm getting better. Are you? I am getting better. Um, my new score in our newest tournament is now a uh, two below par. Okay, for the good. for the the princess course with mm-hmm. uh, with items. So I still really don't know how to use the items. I think I used maybe the bullet once okay, just bullet to get the, the ball like across the place, uh-huh. but. I didn't know that I had a limited amount of uh, different types of balls that I can use. Yeah. You yeah. have the power ball, the normal ball, and your item ball. Well, the power ball, you can only use about six, seven times. See, I did not know that. Uh-huh. I was using that beast like it was going out of style. Oh, and... okay. No. Well, otherwise, it would just be the normal shot. Why would they just have it there? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. Uh, so yeah, Mario Golf, and then obviously Final Fantasy fourteen has consumed my life. Still? But, uh, oh yeah. Um, is it better than Warcraft? I do. I like it a lot. Wow. Yep. That's much, much, much. That's interesting. Bold words. <clears throat> See, w- with this though, um, like in Warcraft, you pick one character. Like, okay, you're a hunter. You're... Uh, an assassin, you're, you know, you're a paladin. Okay. <clears throat> the jobs? Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about in Warcraft. You okay. pick You pick your one character, okay. and then if you want someone else, you make a new character. Okay. With this, you know, I could be an archer, and then if I want to go train to be something else, then you just change your main weapon, and then you turn into, let's say, a white mage. Okay. So then you start as a level one white mage, and then you could level up that character if you want. That's nice. And then all you need to do is just, like I said, switch a weapon, and then you change right back into your archer. All right, so that's cool, because instead of one of my biggest fears with MMOs, especially when playing with groups, Mm -hmm. is winding up like you start off being like, I'm going to be the healer. Uh Everybody's like, oh, cool, you're going to be the healer, and I can be you know, the heavy or the tank or whatever. And what if I decide that I don't want to be healer for a night, but if in my spare time I've been training to be an assassin, I can be the assassin for the night while somebody else is the healer. Guild mm-hmm. Wars did that really well. Guild I love the too. first Guild Wars. Um, everybody could do everything, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were certain classes that I think were more geared towards maybe like a, a tank or um, an assassin, but they also could heal and revive and everything. So you didn't get stuck into one class the whole time that was my entry point into mmos so okay so that's cool fond memories yeah, there i i like that i like a mix you know i don't want to be dead set on one thing yeah um but our free company or a guild um we just bought a i shouldn't even say house this thing's a mansion <laughs> it cost uh over 82 million gil whoa now in perspective i've been playing i've probably put in more than 
40 to 50 hours in this game. Okay. And I've probably only earned, without like crafting and selling stuff, I've probably only earned about 70,000. Whoa. So, you know, to get 82 million, it took the whole free company, like... How many dudes you got in your, or how many people? uh, There's about 100 people, but on any given night, there's probably about 15, 16 people playing. Okay. So what happens is weekly, every Tuesday and Saturday night, they do uh, treasure quests. So you get treasure maps in the game, later on in the game, and you could decipher the treasure quests. You go to that certain area on whatever map it is, and you fight a big boss, and then you get the loot from the treasure chest. You know, it just adds more endgame content. And from that, all the money that comes from those quests everyone pulls together and you put it Mm. in the company chest and after months and months of saving um and this this thing is huge this mansion uh multiple multiple rooms you could build walls you could find furniture in the world and you have this oh yeah yeah yeah. how did you guys get it so quickly if you've only got about like 16 people because they're all level you know, oh, level fifties with okay. multiple classes, and uh, you know they can craft crazy items that sell for a lot of that. You know, so they've been playing much, much, much more. Um, but I mean, the, just the house aspect. So now, at any time in the game, I could just sit there and teleport, pop into the house, hang out. <laughs> uh, your house has get its some own, from the kitchen. Yeah, it, it has its own. Watch a movie. <laughs> Netflix. Use the bathroom. Um. But yeah, your house has its own vendors. So say you need to just go sell off all your junk and stuff. You could pop in. There's dudes sitting there and you could uh, sell your house stuff. Is, and... it's, it's sponsored by the local merchants. Yep. Yep. There's there's three people just chilling out. There's a subway inside yeah. of your house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've, I've, I've just been having so much fun with this game. It's not even funny. That's awesome. Or it is funny. I still haven't seen it. I still oh, have never. You like... haven't seen both of the games that we're, me and Rob are currently obsessed with at that's okay. This time. And you're still obsessed with Smite, huh? Can't stop. What Love is it? it? I, I would ask you, but you every uh, it seems every other week now because you're trying not to talk about it. Yeah, I'm I, gonna let you talk about no, it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Tell no, me. Okay. I, I, I've already you know I've given the synopsis of the game. You know the MOBA and whatnot and fighting as all the gods. It's just uh, now I'm getting good. Like I feel like I'm getting good, and the guys mm. I play with are better than me, and they're like, no, you're really just awful. We tolerate you. And it's like, thanks, guys. Aw. That's not nice. Yeah, well, Between my friends aren't the Between that and the, the drum nicest. story, now I'm going to cry. I know. Um, <laughs> We're going to break Justin's night. No. I, uh, break you. I picked, like, an easy character to start with, like a super easy character. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Like, um, it's totally free to play. You do not have to spend a cent in this game if you do not want to. I like that. Um, and the thing is, uh, you win a match, and you get what they call favor. And all the gods uh, you can buy. There's like 40 gods, and you can buy them with favor. You don't have to um, spend any money. And when you buy them, they're yours. Mm-hmm. And then you can continue earning favor. Um, the only thing, like if you really wanted to buy, um, you could buy. Um, you could actually save favor for costumes. Like each god has like three or four different costumes, and uh, you can save. It's like if a god is 5,500 favor, then a costume is like 10,000. Okay. So um, that's interesting. Um, I hear little beepy beeps going on. Wasn't me. No, it's good. Wasn't me either. We'll just ignore it. So I'm like, I'm really enjoying it now. I'm trying to play a character who's more moderately, uh, 
more like an average difficulty to use so that way i could feel better about myself when i'm getting kills yeah um i'm like slowly learning the game uh, the game modes like you know it's it's not so much about running out there and trying to get a kill one kill doesn't matter it's a chess game you want to take down as many guys at once as you can right and that way you can go on and move on into the game uh into whatever mode you're playing and take down towers or whatnot because you take out one guy you're not really doing anything you're gaining money for yourself and for your team, but they're just gonna you're just gonna keep trading places with them. You need to get all out at one time. So okay. I I'm like slowly learning that. I'm like I have not been obsessed with the game this hard in a really long time. But I've been talking about it. I, I've mentioned it every week for the last six weeks. So I've been oh, trying you like to play. It, you like I, it. Oh, I like I really, really enjoy it. Like I know when everyone leaves tonight, I'm gonna be all like, right. I'm gonna read my comics, but nope, I'm gonna jump into Smite. You know what? We're looking for ways to you said it's free, right? Yeah. Okay. We're looking for ways to give each other homework, gaming homework. I am going to play some Smite. Yes. I'm going to play some Smite, and I'm going to talk about it next week, and we'll get my perspective. Get some perspective. perspective. My <laughs> every, because everybody cares. Yay. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so you all right? So you love it? So I've got to check it out. That's my homework. Let me ask you this: If I lent you my 3ds. Would I play Mario Golf? Would, no. Well, yeah. Would you? Sure. All right. But I'm playing Mario Golf. What? Uh, would you play Zelda: A Link Between Worlds? Yeah, I would play it. Okay. We might not. That might has to be. That might need to be something that happens. I might need to just give you. My, well, when you're done my with Mario, well, yeah, play play Mario Golf until you're getting ready. And I'm going to play Mario Golf for one more week. And then when we when we reconvene, oh wait, no, I can't. I'm going to Canada. I can't give you my 3ds. That's all right. I'm Shit. just gonna keep playing, playing Smite. <laughs> I played a bunch of other stuff which we could talk about too because I didn't want to just talk about. Smite. What were you playing when we walked in? Oh, I was playing a game that came out today for the Xbox. Look at this Segway guy over hey, here. Smooth, um, very smooth. Um, Super Time Force, which is from Cappy Games. Uh, if you are listening to the Pax podcast that we had a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned that game Below, which uh, was like Dark Souls and Zelda. Like, they came together and had a baby, and that's called Below. This is the same company. I saw this game, Super Time Force 2, not last PAX, the one a couple months ago. Yeah, this, but is, this, this has is, been going for a while. Mm. I saw it at the previous one, so well over a year ago. And uh, it looked like it was ready to go then, but they decided to hold it back for a year, give it more polish. It is... I played about 20 minutes. I wanted to play it because it just came out today and talk about it a little bit on the show. Yeah. If you have an Xbox One or an Xbox 360, it's out for those two platforms today. It is a 2D game where um, it's incredibly silly. They talk in all elite speak. Um, K thanks by is pretty much <laughs> what everybody is saying. Um, lots of lols and whatnot. So you have uh, three characters, and they are the super time force. And you, what they want to do is you want to go through this 2D level, um, and it has like you know old old graphics like 8-bit graphics but you what's cool about it is you have a certain amount of time to get through the level but you can constantly rewind time to change situations so let's say you have the guy who has like the um what do they call it uh, the minigun mm-hmm. and then there's a girl who has like a snipe shot like a really powerful snipe shot that she can charge and then one dude who has a shield and can block so what you can do is you can kind of get into an area say with the guy with the minigun right and there's like three guys there and you might charge it up and die and you get, but you'll get the shot off, and what you would do is instantly rewind time and then bring in another character to fight alongside that character. So then you could bring in the dude with the shield and then walk forward, 
put down the shield to block, and then now that guy will be able to keep using the minigun. It's automatically going to do it. So That's if he had died, really he's not going to die this time. He's going to fight alongside you. Okay. When it's done, you could absorb him for an HP bonus or a health bonus, <laughs> and then continue through the level. Take you into me. Uh, yeah, he's like, just absorb him. Um, now, you could do that. You can rewind time a certain amount of times per level. And I think it's like in each level it's different. The first level I played was like kind of like you know the training wheels are still on, so they gave you sixty times 60 to go rewinds? back. Yeah, sixty rewinds. That's a lot of so rewinds. So at one point I had like you have one. It's it's a single player game, and I had nine different versions of myself running around doing things. That's awesome. It, it and it's it's not to say it's quick, but each level is sixty seconds. If you roll right through it, it's about if you were perfect at it, you could beat it probably in sixty seconds. Uh huh. Well, yeah, they give you sixty seconds to beat each level. Um, when you rewind time, you get time back. Yep. And you know, then you still have the set amount of time. And there's orbs that you could pick up that add time or slow down time. All this, all this talk about slowing down time. Now I want to play Prince of Persia. Sands oh of time. goodness gracious! Those games. I only played one Prince of Persia. I'm a huge Prince of Persia fan. I, I love those games. I played well for uh, a time. Yeah, then it just started crapping on the started series. Started getting crazy. Yeah. I played Which one the, did you uh, play? The one that was on 360, and uh, it was like the reboot with the watercolors. Uh that was, just, it was, it was just, just Prince of Persia. Persia yeah, uh-huh. and I fell in love with that game. I liked that it's game. Beautiful. I got. Uh, it was on um, 360, so I got all of the achievements for that game and the story deal. Like they had story DLC come afterwards because the game leaves off in a really interesting spot, and then they came out with story DLC, which then left me wanting more. And they had greenlit a sequel and then canceled it. Hmm. So I'm never gonna get to see where that game went. But man, uh, do I love that game! You never know. You can find that game on eBay for like five bucks if you've never played that game. It is just worth playing just for the the beauty of it. I a lot of that. people didn't like it because you couldn't die in it. Elika would always catch you. It's a lot. I, I didn't have a single problem with it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I still have mm. it. I dig that game. Uh, dig it. So Super Time Force. It's uh, How much was it? It was 15 bucks. If you have, if you have an good, Xbox One and you enjoy things that are funny, awesome, and time-rewinding and dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaurs, one more time, there's dinosaurs with guns. What are these dinosaurs going to do? I have no idea. I've only seen the trailers where it's just, I see dinosaurs, I see we're shooting a big T-Rex, and I think a dinosaur's on our team. I was just like, sold instantly. So 15 bucks, Xbox 360, Xbox One, if you have either of those systems, this PC? looks like a game. I don't think PC. Prince okay. of Persia meets Rambo with dinosaurs. <laughs> we're going to have well, our time, own production No, no, company. no, Time Cop. Let's go with Time Cop. That works. Time. All right. What well, time um, cop? And then what's the the Jet Li movie? The one, the one. where he oh, absorbs yeah. himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. All right, it's a little uh, little Frankenstein game right there. That works. Uh, you know what I got to play this week? What? I got to play Stick It to the Man. Ah, yeah. See you and Hugh talking about that game all yes. the time. You and you, you and you and you, Hugh. Hugh and you. I you you. Oh Lord. So played. Uh, it's a game by this company named Zoink, and. I think you tried to describe it last week, yeah? No, it wasn't me. Okay. Jackie, I think Jackie tried describing it last week. All right, so stick it to the man. You are a dude, and you live in a world that is extraordinarily bizarre. In a world. In a world where a guy wakes up, and there's a hand coming out of his head, and he's the only one that can see it. Ah. That's really pretty much what's going on. Uh, this big pink, uh, like remember those rubber arms that you used to get out of the 
the little quarter things. Yes. Oh, I love those. The little capsule machines at the food store. And you would drop it on the floor and get sand on it. Yeah, you would throw throw it it on a window, and your mom would be like, it's just going to put marks on the window. What the fuck are you doing? Uh Yeah. So you got one of those, and it's one of those games, kind of reminds me a little bit of Scribble Knots, where you're essentially just going around doing tasks for people. But there are also these little puzzles in between. There'll be these guards with these like taser guns and they're looking for you. And you can uh, basically you can go inside of their minds and find out what they're thinking. And their thoughts will then, you know, kind of link up to another situation that you saw earlier in town. You know, the guy who is working at the, the graveyard, he's digging in the graveyard he has to reconcile with his son. His son is down at the psychiatrist's office. You have to, you know, go into the psychiatrist's office and talk to them and find out what they're thinking and all this stuff. And it's got a really cool soundtrack. It, you start the game and literally the opening credits or, or press start is what condition my condition was in. Oh, God, I love that. Which oh. is fantastic. Uh, it's got tons of, I shouldn't say tons. It's got a couple of really cool uh, comic book and and pop culture references, Silver Surfer reference, which was really cool. And um, it's just one of those bizarre turn your brain off if you've got like, you know, two hours and you want to just you want to blow through something really quick. And there hasn't been much of a challenge to it yet, but that's okay. Like, I don't it doesn't need to be difficult for me to enjoy it. I'm kind of just enjoying the world and the people that you're interacting with. They're all super weird. All the situations that they ask you to, you know, to find these things. Like you have to, this girl's at a disco and she's dancing with this old guy and she's infatuated with him because he's got these big pearly teeth. And meanwhile, you met a guy when you walked into the level who's about to hang himself. And because he's got like really like messed up, nasty, you know, corn bit teeth. Oh. And, you know, like he wants this girl, but she's in love with dudes with nice teeth. And this old man's got nice teeth. So you got to figure out how do I do something to the old man to scare the teeth out of him and then take his <laughs> teeth and give them to the nasty teeth guy. And so nasty teeth gets the girl and old man disco is, realizes that disco is dead. Oh, right. Oh, I said it. Fantastic. I said it. So um, this is the uh, the free PS Plus game. Yeah, it's available. It's I believe it's, if you're not a PS Plus member, it's $14.99 on the PS4 network. I'm assuming, I think it went all over the place because a lot of people have been posting reviews for it. Uh, we should look that up. But uh, I'm enjoying it. It's one of those things that I will, probably the next time that I turn it on, I'll finish it. And I'll I'll give my my full thoughts, but uh, aside from stick it to the man and uh, some you know boning up on some Mario Golf, working on my putts, that was my gaming week. I had a hell of a week this week, very busy, so I uh, didn't get to much games. And uh, nice, man. It's on PS3 as well. It is on PS3 as well. Well, there you go, people. Go stick it. To giving the man. you giving stick it to the stick it to the PlayStation. Um, I'm looking to see if it's on PC. Did you play anything? Did you either of you guys play anything else? Or we want to? I played a, 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 a um, two other things, which I can, <laughs> Justin's like. I'm just I played bap, bap, some bap, bap, stuff. Uh, raising your hand. I'd like to talk now. Um, what else did you play? I played a little bit of Child of Light. Um, I how, jumped into that. How you liking that? I like it. I like it a lot. I've never played a game with. I like uh, it fine. <laughs> I like it a lot. So much I rhyming. Like rain, I like your raincoat. Um, 
I'm about. I've never played a uh, turn-based combat game before. Ever. Oh, wow. okay. So it was new to me, and I'm enjoying it now. I know it's not. I know it's Damn. not hard. Damn. Well, yeah. well, well like, it, it's mm. just for it to be your first turn-based combat. It's, it's pretty it's, complex it's, for it's, a first time. They're supposedly changing the difficulty, and the difficulty that you, is normal now is going to be casual, and they're going to be adding like a hardcore mode. That's awesome. Yes, I like that. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It is probably one of the more beautiful games I've ever played in my life. Oh, certainly. Um, I think everyone who's ever heard of that game has probably that's been the next sentence that they've heard is that it is gorgeous. I'm enjoying it. I just started flying. I, I'm getting to the new, I guess, like the new level, like uh, mm-hmm. I guess the second level. I'll say. Um, I played a little bit of that. Um, but I figured everyone else was going to be talking about that on the podcast, or at least mentioning it, um, depending nah. on who was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started up um, Batman Arkham Origins story DLC, Cold Cold Heart. Bobby talked about that like two, three weeks ago. On the Vita? or No, this was no, on this, oh, this is, is on the PS3. Okay, so this is like legit. This is legit. Um, right. from, like the, uh, from the W, uh, I think it's WB Montreal team from, uh, they did or, uh, Origins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm about like, two hours into that and it's just more origins which just makes me want more rocksteady uh, and it just, it's just making me more excited for arkham knight when that comes out in the fall i have yet to play origins is it worth my time it's it's not a bad game it's just coming from where if this had if this batman game had come out and none of the rocksteady games had come out we'd all be jumping up and down right it's a it's a good game there's flaws with it sure um, a lot of people had like a lot of game break, uh, breaking bugs with it. Hmm. I didn't ha- happen to run into that, and they said that they're not patching any of that. They were focusing on the DLC. Like they came out with a patch, but I guess people were still having issues. Yeah, I didn't run into any of that. I, I ran into some slowdown and some um, some kind of like cutscene yeah. jagginess. The but nothing that that you know made me not want to stop playing. Best Batman cover band ever. What? You don't get it. I'm sorry, no. Justin, you and I, you and I got to hang out more. I know, because you got to stay with me. You can't, you kill, <laughs> you're fucking killing me, man. Sorry, <laughs> killing me, killing me dead. Anyway, uh, the only part that was really difficult was coming back to the PS3 from the PS4 because I was watching some of the cutscenes, and their mouths were moving in funny ways. Uh-huh. It's like as they were talking, their lips kept on moving a little bit afterwards. <laughs> it looked like a bad. Japanese oh, no. uh, Japanese dub. Oh no! Um, but it's just it's more origins, which I thought was perfectly fine. It just wasn't as good as Rocksteady stuff, and I'm now just pumped to play uh, Arkham Knight when it comes out. Man. Yeah, so it's not worth your money, but it's probably worth your time. Oh, I already have it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I would definitely. It's just play- a matter of whether it's worth my time. I would mm. definitely give it a shot. I mean, it, it's uh, they added uh, like a couple of things, like uh, you know, um. You get to go back to the the back cave and stuff like that, and uh, mm. they had some interest. Like I beat the game. Uh, now I could go back into the game with different costumes, which you could do in the other ones as well. But some of the costumes yeah. really neat. Uh, they added in that uh, Knights Fall one from the '90s, which I loved running around in. And what are you playing it on again? PS3. All right, maybe um, maybe when you're done with it, when you're when you've had your your bat fill, yeah, I'll uh, I'll nab it from you. I got well. Jack. That's download, right? No, I have it. I have the disc. You bought? The- oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Done. I'm playing Batman eventually. After you're done mm-hmm. with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, which, yeah, that is, you were, you were kind homework. enough to. Yeah. You got a lot of homework. Good homework. I do have a lot of homework. Damn, I already committed to the smite thing when you already gave me Spider-Man. That's fine. Bit off more than I could chew. Spider-Man. That's all right. Um, I feel good. Do you feel good about moving on to some questions? I'm fine. 
Let's go. Do we want to do? You know what? Let's not do questions yet because we have. Oh, we do have some. Of that we do have stuff. some some little bits of news. Um, actually, Justin, I wanted to give you the floor for a second. You said you had some words about Nintendo. That actually ties into one of our questions. So, if all right, right, so, all right, throw, so we'll I'll do, so we'll do that, that first then. Yeah, I'll throw that okay. question out there, unless you want to. You, um, do it. you do it. You're the host. All right. Let's talk about the other thing first. Okay. Then. All right. So, it was announced today. Was it today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Thank you. That the Xbox One is going to be coming out with a new bundle as of June 9th of this year. And that bundle will include one Xbox One console, one Xbox One controller, all the things you need to hook it up, but it won't come with a Kinect. But I thought you needed a Kinect to hook it up. That's what I thought, Rob. I thought that the Kinect needed to be on all the time. Huh. But then they changed that, and now they changed the fact that you don't even need a Kinect... What? To play the damn system. What mm. is going on? The whole system's breaking down. I mean, they, they, they had to do it. I know. They that, had to do it thing. because they have, they have to move systems. They're kind of scrambling. Uh, even though in, in the grand scheme of things, even though Sony's doing better than them, they're still not doing like super stellar. No, they're, they're, it's not that they're doing bad. It's that they can be doing much better. Better. That's the thing. They're actually the second fastest selling console. Mm. I think they're outpacing the Wii. They're just not anywhere near the PlayStation right now, PS4 right now. In retrospect, if you, if the PlayStation wasn't there, people would be jumping up and down about the sales of the one. Right. Yeah. But it is there. But it is there. And, and it's kicking its ass. So they felt the need to do something drastic. They right. listened to the consumer. and so So now do we think that do we think this was a smart move to remove this whole thing, or do we think that perhaps a $50 price cut and just keeping the Connect in there, would that have been sufficient? Uh, no, I, th- I think it's smart to, to get rid of the whole thing. I, I think the less that there is for a consumer to have to futz around with, uh, you know, the more apt that they are to... to go and get it because right. all these extra little gadgets and stuff. I mean, half of the people I know that play games either a don't know what they are mm-hmm. and B wouldn't even use them if they had them. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's just, just a, a waste of space. And yeah, I mean, speaking as somebody that when I had, I still have my 360, but when my 360 is hooked up, I have a connect camera and when I bought it, I had fun with it. I had the Connect Adventures. Um, what was it? Uh, Children of uh, Child of Eden was uh, was a lot of fun. I'm a huge fan of Res for the uh, uh-huh. for the PlayStation Two. One of my all time favorite shooters. And heard that game was coming out. That thing was was beast. It was exhausting. Yeah, my arms were killing me after like some long you know sessions with that game. But that game was fun. I don't know that it was worth the price tag, but it, it certainly gave me, you know, a good amount of time. And uh, I played the the bowling. The bowling didn't compare to the Wii bowling. There was something more, a lot more charming about Wii bowling than the Xbox bowling. Xbox bowling was very, you felt like you were playing a low end version of bowling when you were playing that. Mm-hmm. So, but. But, yeah. So, Justin, as, as the only one here having uh, an Xbox One, are you angry? I thought I would be more 
Um, but like a lot of my rage subsided with the Titanfall bundle. It's like, oh, I bought this system at $500 just for this game. And three months later, you're selling it for 50 or even $100 cheaper with the game. That's fantastic. Hmm. So it's, now if, if they do this with Titanfall in it. <laughs> which they probably will. Titanfall is already $40. BioConnect um, for $100. Did it they really go down to Xbox it went down One to 40 for already? Yeah. Uh, What's that? Walmart has it for 40 Titanfall. Is it for 40 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I don't know if that's a temporary sale, but I saw it um one of the game I might deals. Let's well just pick pages. that up now then just cuz <laughs> in yeah. anticipation of I saw uh an Xbox one with everything included for 372. What? The other day. Where? It was online. Really? Yeah. No That's cool one. the f- cheapest one I've Isn't seen. Isn't that crazy? I really wanted to do it. If I was able to do it, I would have done it. I think what they did is the absolute correct move. They had to do something drastic to change uh, the fortune of the system. Hmm. You know, the PlayStation, you know, beat them to it by um, taking the camera out. Supposedly the camera was or it was supposed to be included just like the Kinect was. Yeah, it was. And then they didn't even realize they were going to create a, um, a supply drought for the PlayStation camera. I mean, you're still having a hard time finding that thing. Yeah. But they were smart to sell it separately, and that's what Xbox is going to do, and it's not going to be $100. So you're still going to be able to buy the Kinect soon they haven't said when stand alone for less than a hundred dollars so it's, if you want that whole experience you'll still be able to do it hundred dollars is a lot of money to for the pay camera. for one of those things yeah it is i think so um i feel really bad for the developers yeah that, that that's were, yeah. that's my whole thing too that were developing games like harmonics specifically with connect in mind because microsoft promised everybody this is the this is the problem last time was that they said that um nobody wanted to develop for the Connect, because developers were unsure if people were going to have one in the house. So Microsoft goes back and says, nope, when we release the new system, it's going to be mandatory for it to be hooked up. Okay, well, now it's not going to be mandatory for it for it to be hooked up, and now we're not even going to bother selling it anymore. Right. I feel bad for those guys who yeah. have spent countless hours working on something that now 90% of the people who buy this thing in the next eight years are not going to own. Yeah. See, that's my issue with it. I, I understand from a business perspective, they want to move systems. They want to get these things into people's homes. They did bill it as this huge, uh, like, all-in-one inclusive home hub thing. You know, watch your TV, watch your sports, and maybe play some games. Now, it looks like they're trying to turn the focus back to it being, you know, an online gaming console um, with other capabilities, which is what they should have done in the first place. I could see what they were trying to do. The PlayStation was going to be about games and Xbox wanted to be the all in one thing, hence the name. And that's fine. Like I had no problem with them trying to do that. As long as they continued to give me games, if they wanted to focus on other things like, Hey, we're going to not instead of battling each other in the same arena we're going to battle on different sides of the arena like we're going to try two different things and i was interested to see how that was going to work um their ui is going to be a is a mess without using voice commands have you ever tried to dig through some of the menus to find stuff i haven't anytime that's right none of you guys have one right it's not easy uh i think that they're going to have some sort of update it's odd that they that they didn't do this at they didn't do this at e3 there's two reasons they could have not done it at E3. One is because they have to come out with a software patch that's going to make roaming around their UI 
easier. Yeah. And they hang, then they're going to say, okay, starting on June 9th, whenever this is sold, you're going to be able to go in and download an update instantly, and the patch isn't ready. You think they're like scrambling to get that done? Most oh, likely, yes, because they only decided to do this. The, the new boss of Xbox, Phil Spencer, decided to do, they talked about this a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they wrap this up together in a month. The second thing is, they must be kind of confident about their E3 schedule right now. Like, they feel like, let's get this news out of the way right now, so that way we can come and we can hammer home the games at E3. Yeah. In, in my opinion, that's what it is. And I think they wanted to get the news out there, just let everyone talk talk it to death. Like, you know? you, yeah, like, get everybody tired of hearing it, and then uh-huh. be like... The good and the bad of it. Right. And then... And then they're like just going like to hit it home. Yeah. That would be cool. Somebody uh, somebody tweeted something funny yesterday. What's up? Um, Kotaku had this whole list of like the internet responds to the Xbox One thing. One guy said, uh, the only promise, the only E3 promise left for Microsoft to backpedal on now is the actual existence of the Xbox One. Oh, <laughs> that internet. The internet is funny. It's like, Such a take, scamp. take this thing out. Take this thing out. Oh, you took it out? Well, you're the worst for not holding on to your promises. Uh-huh. You're like, uh, how I, you know, how strongly did you believe in this if you're already abandoning it? Damn. What they really could have done to try and uh, undercut Microsoft a ton was just drop the price $100 and leave the Kinect in it. You know what they could do to sell me? They can give me Sunset Overdrive right now. Right now? Just like a couple months ahead of release right now i'm so excited they've for got that one copy it's done it's already done it's gone the gold that one copy yeah all this all this waiting shit's just marketing they're just trying to figure out how they're going to sell it to us but they have one copy for me and they're going to give I, me so an xbox i have one. a counterpoint for that that this stuff being done months ahead of time i'm going to introduce you to battlefield 4 <laughs> which is beta field 4 because that game should not have been released right now but it has and the it megalodon came out I know it does have the megalodon. Everybody loves megalodon. I man. know. But man, like, I... we know this shit doesn't work. Here's a giant shark. Go find it. Will you own an Xbox One by the time Sunset Overdrive comes out? I will. Good I man. want. I want that game. I want that game hard, like mm-hmm. bad. I really want that game. Uh, for those listening that aren't aware of what Sunset Overdrive is, it is an open world free-for-all madness thing from insomniac they're the people that made ratchet and clank and resistance and resistance so we're talking open world um i wouldn't say cartoony yes i would say cartoon you would say cartoon all right all right so pixar-ish kind of um maybe like team fortressy yes team fortress is an excellent example yeah team fortress meets like half-life kind of kind of graphics and uh all manner of just re- like bowling ball guns and uh, Insomniac is known yeah, uh, for teddy cr- bears very with, creative weapons. Yeah, teddy bears with dynamite and just it. You're parkouring around, you know, the city. You're like, jumping on rails. It looks kind of like, like Jet Set Radio. Yeah, meets dude. Borderlands meets Ooh. Infamous meets Team Fortress. See yeah. all of that. All of that speaks to me. So nice. That game. I I was. Uh, they showed a CG trailer yeah, last dude, year at E3. Like, licking my the inside of my ear. Like, come oh, on. okay. Sunset That's Overdrive. That's gonna make me puke. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, ears. <laughs> Disgusting ears. I yeah, I'm really super excited about that game. Yeah, I was uh, I was excited about that when they were showing off the Xbox when the announcement came, and yeah. they're like, you know, this is the future. You know, the thing is, they had a CG uh, a CGI trailer, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, like it's not probably going to look like that. And then they showed gameplay, and it's like, oh no, it looks exactly like that. It does. Hmm. 
you know, you can shoot a weapon that has like a nuclear explosion, and as the smoke is coming up, it kind of just spells the word like boom, yeah. like just like neat little touches like that. I am, yeah. I am so excited for that game. I don't know if there'll be anything on the system before that that I absolutely have to have. I don't really because I don't really do my research on what's coming out exclusively for the system because I don't own it. So I don't, you know, I'm not like hunkered down on it. But uh, maybe there'll be something else that besides comes out. besides Titanfall. I I'm thinking right now as well, you know, because when the consoles first come out, that first year is pretty dry. Yeah. Um, especially for exclusives, there's going to be exclusives at launch, and then there's going to be a dry spell for a while. So that probably is the next big AAA ex- uh, exclusive. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that Insomniac has always been a Sony studio, and right. that they pilfered Insomniac away from Sony. Right. That's a good get for Microsoft. That's a good studio. Um, I'm looking at some of our listener questions here and just because we're on the subject i just want to throw this out uh douglas who is oh here we go you guys with your your crazy twitter names even though douglas i've known you for so long i still can't say your name for the life of me dry dryestron what did we say before don't uh, remember no that 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 sounds about right all right d-r-e-y-e-s-c-e-r-o-n you guys can figure that out uh, he wanted to know thoughts on the newly announced Xbox One price cut. We just did that. But he also wants to know, is anyone going to bother developing for the Kinect anymore? No. Uh, anyone who's not already in development mm-hmm. afterwards, I would say no. So, okay. So, I agree. And and with that in mind, what is what is the draw to have this thing in your home now? Is there is there none? If you have one already, I would... You know, the system is built, is supposedly still built for it. Like, I still use the voice commands. They still work sometimes. Like, it is nice to just come in and be like, Xbox on, and we'll turn on and stuff. But, I mean, the com- consumer base has spoken. Nobody mm. wants a Connect. What about for the purposes of streaming? Is it Does the camera and the universal mic... You know what? That's a good point, because that's why people want the PlayStation camera, because Twitch is exploding, and streaming is exploding, and, yeah. you know, everybody... Everybody feels like they can go ahead and broadcast their gameplay and people will watch. And for the most part, that's true. Like, that's a super interesting thing right now. So, yes, I think for that community, this will still be a focus and it'll be there for them. But I really, five years from now, I can't see people developing games for this. No, it'll wind up being shovelware that you just pick up on the Xbox marketplace. It's going to be the move. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just If you think about it. How how did this happen? Like we're not even we're not even a year into the life cycle of these systems, six months, seven months. Yeah. And they have already abandoned their biggest draw. Like what they felt was their biggest draw. Like we have the connect. This is built into the system. Right. And they're already throwing it out the window. I really I feel like Phil Spencer, new guy in charge, I feel like he's trying to right a lot of the wrongs as they go along. At least at least they're doing it early enough That's the within thing. the first year of the life cycle of the system. Because if this was to happen, let's say like two years from now, and like everybody, like games that are have been in development for two whole years that are coming out with the Connect, and you find out that the week that your game comes out is the same week that there's going to be a new Xbox bundle, and you've been working on, you know, I, oh man. I think it will also depend on what they put the price point of the camera at. They, 70 bucks they let's say they just dropped they say that they were smart and they drop it to 50 less than a game that just 50 dollars 
See, now I got to wait on that. Now I got to find out if they're going to drop it down to 50 bucks. Well, who knows? Like, I, I seriously would doubt they would do that. But if they were smart, they would make it where it's like, okay, if you want this thing, it's here. And it's here at a price point, which is not going to kill you to bring mm-hmm. it in. They already dropped the system. Uh, they were um, testing the system at $450 to see how it moved when they uh, included Titanfall with it. Right. So I could see them possibly dropping it to 50 bucks. But even if you just buy the system now on June 9th for the right. you know the $400 and they get the camera later, I guess it'll, we'll have to wait and see how the sales do of the games that were being developed with the Kinect in mind. Did you, I'm curious, did you have Xbox Live Gold or whatever when you got your Xbox One? You already had an account? Yeah. Okay. Um, did, when you unboxed it, was there a free trial for gold inside? Yes. For I how think long? there was like... Uh, I want to say a month. No, it can't be a month. I think I'll it was three. Look. Was it three months? I would no. hope so. Three, a three-month free trial? No way. Absolutely not. Mm. PlayStation Plus gave you a 14-day trial. So then it, I don't then think it was Xbox most likely a you, month. I think it, I, it was either a month or like two weeks. All right. It wasn't anything more than that. Wow, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. But that's another thing that they did is now, finally, even if you don't have Xbox uh, Gold, you can still use your well you can now use your netflix account yeah they dropped the paywall as well and they're going to be adding in they're, they're trying to mirror playstation plus so now you're going to be getting free games for your xbox one and your xbox 360 mm-hmm. so i think the first two free games were max curse Man. of the brotherhood and uh halo spartan ops okay so they're just uh wow it's like uh just using the template of sony this was working right now yeah. and it's smart that they're doing it join them yeah, keep doing it. Why not? Uh, let's move on to another question. Our good friend Kyle, he is Super Bad Larry at Super Bad Larry on Twitter. Any thoughts on your faith in the Wii U? Good, bad, or irrelevant? Now we talked a little bit about the Wii U and the state of things uh, last week when Nintendo reported that they had lost a boatload of money uh, again, again in their their fiscal year. Something like four hundred twenty-seven million. I think that was year, like two years combined. I think. Yeah. I think it was around like two twenty. So not good. Um, thoughts on my faith in the Wii U. I think that the Wii U is. It will always have its place. It is extraordinarily family and kid friendly. I don't know that the controller is uh, kid. Maybe it is kid friendly, but. My all right, here's my problem. My problem with the Wii U is this: I bought it, and it was. I was told that we were going to be able to use multiple tablet controllers, and that never happened. Even if I have a friend who owns a Wii U, and we both have tablet controllers, we still can't use them together. We can't play a game together using them. Like they. They showed you things that, that, like, you're going to be able to have this secret window, and you're going to be able to build things, and your friend won't be able to see, and, you know, you can pick your stuff, and nobody will know what you're doing, and it'll be great. And it never happened. I got to play Mar- uh, the Luigi's Mansion minigame in Nintendo Land, and it was it was a minigame, and it was one thing, and that was really it. And they do allow you to, to have the Wii controllers and use those, but everybody that has to use a, wheel con- a Wii controller feels like they're being gypped of an experience from you playing with the tablet. That's what we talked about last week, was that the thing is 
nobody is doing anything with it. In Mario Kart, it's a horn. Yeah. Like, really? You, it, it, you, <laughs> one of your – you, Nintendo, can't come up with a good idea for the gamepad, which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's like they need to do something with it. And we thought we had a couple ideas for it last week. But um, I, I read something this week that just made me, like, almost infuriated and wanted to punch somebody in the face. Well, tell us about that. What's up with that? So I talked last week. I said that I had pre-ordered a Wii U. I was finally going to bite the bullet. We're doing the games podcast. I like video games. I should be able to play games on all the systems. So I pre-ordered the Mario Kart bundle, uh, which was actually, like, a pretty good deal. And I was feeling, like, confident about it. And then I read this on IGN. And it's an article here, and the name of the article, Nintendo already has a clear idea about Wii U's successor. What? Let's talk about something first. Do you hear Sony or Microsoft talking about their next consoles? Nope. No. Are their next consoles in development probably right now? Yes. Console development, when, once, a, a con, once a console comes out, there's a couple-month wait period, and then development on the new console begins. But you're not going to hear about it. We didn't hear about these two systems. Both the Xbox One and PS4 were in development for years. We heard about them less than a year before they came out. Yeah. This is why Nintendo is just mentally insane. <laughs> I'm about to go buy your console, and you're already telling me, telling me you're developing a new one. Sure, it's still a few years away, years in quotation marks, and that we're not going to do anything until Wii U owners are satisfied. What? Like, what kind of confidence do I now have that I'm going to go out and spend $330 to buy this bundle when you're already talking about your clear ideas for what's coming next? What is the life cycle of the system going to be now? You're not telling... That's a good point. You're not telling me that, you know what? We're going to plant our feet in the ground. We're going to dig in, and we're going to give you excellent gameplay experiences. We're going to come up with not only our, our franchises, like our Mario's, our Zelda's, we're not, we're not telling you we're going to bring back our Metroids and Star Foxes. We're not saying we're going to create new franchises for you to play with. We're saying, well, we've already got ideas for the next one, but don't you worry. You're going to be satisfied before it comes. How insane are you? You know what it's going to be? It's going to be the Wii U 2D. Yes, that's probably what they're going to do. If they want to stay afloat, they're going to have to incorporate a way to put the 3DS in with whatever next console they're doing. They're going to, they're going to announce the Virtual Boy 2. Oh, goodness. That's what's going to happen. It's like, or the, the, vir- the Virtual Boy U or Wii. <laughs> now, I mean, you're right, Justin. They, they, it's, it's playing with fire. They're pretty much saying like, yeah, we're, gonna, we're already developing another console, which I already know you are, but you're not supposed to tell me it. You're supposed to be like, you know, um, no, we're, we're here to talk about the Wii U, not a year and a half into this thing's lifestyle being like a uh, life cycle. We have clear plans for its success, a successor. No, make it awesome first. Give us, give us games to play on it. Do not abandon this console. If they do that, it, if this thing goes the way of the Dreamcast, it is the end of Nintendo. Mm. I will like I I'm going to spend the money I'm going to get this console if they burn me and they stop developing this console 2 years from now a year and a half from now they will lose me forever. The thing is you think that people are going to buy it anyway. Would you buy it? What do you mean would I buy it? Well actually you probably wouldn't buy it cuz you're 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 already very angry. What the, the the next console? Yeah. Well I guess that would, you know, for people it's going to depend like um 
how long how long was the uh, the Wii's life cycle? Let's just say it was like four or five years, which is like generally uh, five, a consoles five years a consoles is, life cycle. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess people would buy it because you know people. But then you know what? No, no one's buying the Wii U. PlayStation Four has already outsold it, and it's gotten a, it had a year and a half head start or a year's head start. It's very true. They're they're in, they're they're not doing smart things. They're losing money, and now you're telling your audience that I don't know. We get you know. This thing may not be around as long. It may not be around as long as you hope it's going to. You're not giving anybody any confidence to buy this thing. I feel like Nintendo's got one more home console in them before people give up. I think they'll, that people generally will give them one more chance. I mean, if you were walking into GameStop and you told me, hey, like I'm, I'm going to be picking up the Wii U, and I said, you know, and I showed you this article which said they're thinking about its successor already. You'd probably be like, uh, $330. I don't have a PlayStation 4 yet, and that just came out, and that's going to be around for the next couple of years. That's like less than $70 more. I'm going to get that instead. Mm-hmm. It just there. Yeah, well, I mean, for the kind of gamer that I am, exactly. You have you have a son. You have a two-year-old, more or less. Um, so you want that Wii U so that you can play it with him. Exactly. And of all the systems that you have at your disposal, you'll be able to do that the most with the Wii. Yes, that's that's very true. And it, it like you said before, it is family friendly. But um, like you said, uh, like I said last week, if you're going to be a family friendly console, get the hell out of the way of the other two. Make it so that you can buy this on on a, a spur of the moment thing. Drop the price point a hundred dollars. Get this thing to the two hundred dollar range. Where you could walk into a Walmart, a Walmart or a Target or a GameStop and be like, $200, oh, that's not that bad. The other ones are like $100, a couple hundred dollars more. Let's just pick this up for the family now. They're in this stupid no man's land where it's like, we're price point similar to the other ones. We're not anywhere near as cheap as we need to be. We don't have games that to really, you know give you um a reason to buy the console at this price point right they need to developers aren't making games i mean as far as i know all all we over like on the horizon all we've got is mario kart and uh smash Smash brothers Brothers. that's in terms of first party yeah is there anything else zelda's been in development for forever and wait another month and then we have to see what happens at e3 even though they're not going to e3 they're holding another nintendo direct which is like they're being contradictory everywhere it's like we don't think that we can compete with Microsoft and and Sony at E3. So what we're going to do is we're going to hold a direct, which our fans will tune in and watch. We don't have to spend the money to go there and put on a dog and pony show. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense to me. You know, your fans will tune in to see what you're doing. Okay, then drop the price of the console. Become a, if you're going to be family oriented and come out with a, just a few games a year from your first party, and not have any third party support. I don't drop that. Drop. I don't that know price. how much more they can drop it, man. That controller is expensive. To that's to why they it's, need to get rid of the gamepad. No one's doing anything with it anyway. If they if they get rid of the gamepad, then that means that they've got to get a new system. No, they don't have to get a new system. What are you going to do with all the gamepads that are out there? Same thing that you're going to do with all the connects. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. You yeah, can also but there the are game some pad. games that <sighs> you can't play without the gamepad. There are some games out there then, right now. Then sell it as a standalone device. Hmm. 
you sell it as a standalone device. If you want to play those games, go right, go get, go get a gamepad. But you're, mm-hmm. I'm not. If, if you're not going to do anything with it, then don't make me buy it. Yeah. I don't want to play Mario Kart with it to have it as a horn. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's true. My my experience with it. I mean, it's cool, and it's. I know Bobby likes the ability to transfer from you know one screen to the other, and uh, play it on his couch and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I haven't done that with it. I think that's a very cool feature for families. That's a terrific feature. Yeah, really cool. But as far as it being an actual like a thing that I use that enhances my game, that doesn't happen. So that's what they should do. They should just drop the thing from the box, let you go pick it up if you want it. If you don't want it, there's no, you know, nobody's doing anything with it right now anyway. It's just taking up space and actually preventing people from buying your console. Word. Word, bird. What say I, you, Rob? You've been kind of quiet. No, I, I was letting Justin have his moment. Speak. Uh, I, I agree. Okay. I 100% agree with Justin. Uh, get get rid of the gamepad, standalone, uh, and drop the price. Get, get people's faith back into the system. Uh, but honestly, if, if they don't have third-party support, which they, they don't, that that makes or breaks the system. And it does. I mean that that's why the Dreamcast died. Nintendo needs some new characters. They've done they've they have so many amazing characters that have been around for for over twenty years. They need another Metroid. They need another hero. They need somebody that kids mm-hmm. and and other people can can get behind. That they're they're involved in a really cool game. Um. I just the problem is with that right now is that there's not enough people owning the console to make that thing fly. Like you can introduce you can introduce a, a new Zelda or a new Metroid or a new Star Fox. You could get yeah. you could, they, they need yes, they do need to do it, but the problem is they're going to put it out there and no one's going to play it because they've already been surpa- surpassed by the other consoles. I think I'm getting Nintendo character fatigue a little bit. Like I know it's always a good time, but I kind of want to make some new friends. I, I agree with you. I, I think the system, I mean, they have the biggest and best stable of characters, but they do need to take, they, they need to take risks and introduce some other ones. I mean, they've tried, they have tried. I mean, I've only heard great things about the wonderful 101. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's been other games where they've tried introducing those, those characters, uh, some, some new characters or new gameplay, but they just, oh man, they just need to find a way to get that system into, to more households. You know that they were offered Skylanders? exclusively and they turned it down really that's the type of management that they have running right now <laughs> i mean could you imagine if they had skylanders ex- uh, skylanders exclusively and they're like that they're actually have... starting to do their own the, uh their own figurines actually yeah yeah it's gonna be just like the infinity type stuff all right because the gamepad is pretty much made <laughs> you could just ha- use that as your portal yeah that's true wow all right I think it's time to move on to another question. Let's go. Go for it. Thank you very much, Kyle, for your uh, your question, though, buddy. That's awesome. All right. So uh, Brett V, who is at Von Stuvi on Twitter, question, I'm not an online gamer, but I like playing split screen multiplayer at home. What is the deal with awesome shooters and racing games only offering multiplayer online? It's the worst trend in gaming and oft discouraging me from buying games. So let's see here. Uh, not an online gamer, but I like playing split screen multiplayer at home. What is, all right, so here's the question. What is the deal with awesome shooters and racing games only offering multiplayer online? Uh, Rob, 
as my mom's trying to call me on my cell phone, distracting me. But I, yeah, what a, split screen multiplayer? Do you think there's still a place for it in our day and age? Uh, there definitely is. I mean, you could obviously see that with with all the kind of games that that we've been playing lately the tower fall and even though it's not split screen it's it's people in the same room playing but companies they they have to include online you know multiplayer because i think it's not so much them including the online multiplayer it's the exclusion of split screen well no that well okay to not even put it in at all uh Here's the thing. That's rough because you know what? To sit there and and put that much time and energy into that feature, they're just figuring that that person owns the game, their friend owns the game, they're just going to wind up playing online anyway. Right. So why waste the time to throw the split screen aspect into the game? I mean, split screen to me seem, I mean, maybe I don't know, but split screen to me doesn't seem like a difficult thing to pull off. Um, all you have to do is, I, I'm assuming... Is, Draw a line in the middle of the screen. Yeah, change the aspect. But <laughs> but who knows? But may, maybe, maybe games are getting too powerful and are getting too complex that, let's say something like a racing game, like a need for speed. Like That's need the for game speed, I was thinking of. Like beautiful, right? Like... Just a gorgeous racing game with like high end graphics, next gen type stuff, and you're going to have that, and you're going to have split screen and one on top, one on bottom, or side by side, or whatever. Um, I think not only might it be difficult to run the game at max on both on on both screens, or maybe the games don't want the the game developers don't want their games being viewed in that in that way they don't want their games being halved on screen they want you to see this big beautiful game and everybody have the whole screen to themselves and play online what about mario kart well mario kart's mario we were talking about nintendo wii man we we just talked about how they're not they they, they're not doing things the same so but there is room for you know because mario kart is huge that game is going to sell like crazy and people just have awesome memories of of sitting in their you know either dorm rooms or or bedrooms having all their friends stuffed in and you know four controllers good so there's definitely a place for it and there are games that still do it like mario kart um call of duty ghosts you know probably the number one shooter in the world they do have split screen capabilities they you know call of duty doesn't have a co-op campaign at all that's why you can't bring a a second person into the campaign Mm -hmm. but you can bring a second person on the screen with you into their extinction mode there are games that still do it battlefield doesn't do it earth defense force i think that that, that, does that do it yep so there are still games that do it racing games i can't speak to very much the only one that i've really ever played in the last couple of years has been need for speed and no Mm -hmm. they, they they haven't had that but if you're my my question would be if you're not to him would be if you're not into online shooters totally get that online racers are a completely different animal nowadays. I mean they're they're yeah. open world games where you're seamlessly rolling through yeah. NPCs or other players. So I mean it, I, my suggestion would be to him would be you know maybe give racing games like that like online games a shot. 
but I can't think of the last time I saw a racing game with split screen. Maybe like with the old Need for Speed on the 360. I remember that having split screen. But I understand his, I understand his complaint on the fact that a lot of games don't do this anymore. And what we're finding is that the indie games are having a lot of success because they're including couch co-op. They're making games for to be played with people in the room. Yeah. I would like to see, like, I remember having my friends over when the Halo games came out and rolling with a friend through Legendary Difficulty on Halo 2 and Halo 3. I always had a fun time with that. Those so, are, hands down, some of my best gaming moments have been in co-op games. Yeah. You know? Well, look at Towerfall. When we when all, you know, we all get together to play Towerfall. That game, even sport, uh, sports friends. Yeah. You know? The, I, I hope that developers are noticing that this is this is becoming a trend again. Like people are having fun getting together and playing together in person. I don't think that you're. Right. I think you're right, Steve. I I don't think that there's a lot. I mean, if you're if you're spending millions upon millions of dollars to develop this game, bringing a second player into the game, if it's a game that has a multiplayer component, right. like a shooter or a racing car, like a race game, to just throw it in there and see what happens. You know. I, I, I can't see any uh, any harm with that. I, you know, Forza is the, is the game that I'm thinking if there was going to be a type of game where it's not open world, you're on a track, there's no real reason that you couldn't have two players on the same track. Yeah. I don't know if Forza has, uh, you know, um, a split-screen capability I, or, you know, uh, like a two-player mode. But I'll, you know, I'll look into that. But I'm, I'm hoping that developers take notice of what's going on and start including this stuff back into more games. All right. I, those are some nice thoughts. I'm glad you like them. I do. I do. They're warm and cuddly. Uh, we got a question from HSJ3 on Twitter. Harry. Harry wants to know what games have caused you the most gamer rage? Have you ever lost it over a video game? Thrown a controller, yes. etc. Yes. Yes. I've got All a game things. recently that drove me bananas, and that was Rogue Legacy. Wow. Like... Wow. wow! How mad? Wow! Like how mad and why? See, when I get mad, when I'm playing video games, I like to think of new curse words that have no one's ever heard them before. That's interesting. I'm sure it's not true. I'm sure that a lot of the things that I've uttered have been uttered before. But um, that game, man, I love. First of all, I love that game, and I I even love the frustration of that game. Uh, Rogue Legacy is a roguelike game where you are trying to make your way as far into this castle as possible. It's very uh, Castlevania-esque. And every time that you die, you come back as one of three incarnations, uh, heirs, if you will, and they each have different stats and abilities and disadvantages and so on and so forth. Uh, The only way to level up your character is to purchase uh, power-ups at the end of your lifespan. And once you do so, you lose all of your money, everything resets, and the uh, dungeons are completely random after the first room. Have you ever played Rogue Legacy? No, I'm waiting for it to come to Vita. Oh, dude, you would love, you would love Rogue Legacy. That game is awesome. But it's one of those games where you, I just... You know, the the claw, the claw comes out where you just throw your hand into the air, silently screaming, and it's just contorted into this gnarled, (laughs) fleshy thing. You're just, ah, and I start talking to myself 
oh, when, I'm, I, when I, I'm dying in games. I do this all the Start time. talking out loud. Like, yeah, awesome. That. Do exactly that. That is that's perfect. It's exactly what I wanted you to do. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Fine. Do you find yourself threatening the NPCs? Because I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've threatened them before. I'm like, I'm going to mm-hmm. punch my TV. And then I'm like, you know, you know what? I probably shouldn't do that. We used to take out, you know, personal vendettas. Where you're just like, ooh, you, ooh, I'm coming back for you. Come back for you, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave you in the market square for it's, all your friends to see. It's bad when you feel like, I like sometimes if I get stuck on one of those really bad parts, and like you finally kill whatever you're trying to kill. Ooh, I feel so good, and it's like I may have issues. I feel really, really good that I just killed this guy. Like I'm like, I'm excited about it, and I'm kind of taunting him. And it's, it's like perfectly okay, man. I should take a break. Probably I should t- probably. Go take a break. Can't let the machine win. <clears throat> Can't let the machine win. Rob, what a give me a game that has uh, caused you to flail Kermit style. Uh, I'm a pretty calm guy. You are. So, yeah. Uh, I've never thrown a controller in my life. I've thrown one once, but I before I threw it, I threw it into a beanbag chair because I I I I arched my <sighs> arm back. Just wait. And I stopped myself, and I scanned the room, and I went, aha, and I threw it into that, because uh-huh. I knew it would be safe. Uh, but the biggest rage I went into, uh, when I was a kid, I was playing Bionic Commando on the NES. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite games. And my brother intentionally walked by and, quote, tripped, tripped. over the power cord. Oh. And... There ain't no saves or passcodes or anything no, like that. No, there aren't. And yeah, I was probably two minutes away from the, the last boss. And I... Oh, ooh, I flipped out. Like, probably the the most I've ever flipped out on someone. I tackled him. Wow. Uh, and then proceeded to get the crap beat out of me because <laughs> he's much bigger. Did he yeah. apologize ever? Oh, hell no. No? No. Which brother was this? Uh, my middle brother, Richie. Okay. And I'm sure if I even brought it up to him now, he would like not even remember oh, they, it. They, not they, even they a never blip re- on People his. never no. remember what they do to you. Yeah. No. Yeah. What, uh, what he about you? push me down the stairs. My sister pushed no. me down the stairs when I was little. No, I put her Barbie play. in the toilet, and she was so pissed that I was, pl- I was playing near our basement steps, mm. and she just, whoop. All the way down. My sister once attacked me for some un- unknown reason and scratched me with her nail. And to this day, I have a Ooh. scar going across my chest. Whoa. Yeah. And this is when I was, I'm 30. This was when I was about like nine. This is where the glider impaled me. Yeah. I have a scar from a box of saran wrap. But that's for another podcast. Justin, tell me a game that you. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. To the saran wrap podcast. <laughs> Throwing controllers. <laughs> it's a broke, really short story. <laughs> I've broken. Many a controller by throwing it. I get frustrated really easily. This is why uh, I stopped playing online games by myself because I would get insane gamer rage and uh, get upset and throw a controller across the house or across uh, the house. Yeah, like I, I used to when I uh, well, my apartment upstairs is an open open space. Okay, so I turned and just threw it to the side and like went all the way like you know uh, from my living room all the way to the bathroom, which is pretty much across the house. I once got pissed and threw a controller over my shoulder and didn't realize where I was positioned. It went uh, it went through a wall. Uh, oh man! Yeah. So this is when I was younger, like like ten years ago, and then I tried calming it down a bit but i remember one game that gave me such insane rage um 
I used to play, I was playing Project Gotham Racing. I'm not a racing fan. It was given to me and I was like, I'm going to play this game. And I just could not beat this level and could not beat this I level. I love younger Justin voice. So <laughs> we it. used to have um, this couch upstairs, which had these Ottomans. So I was sitting on the Ottoman. My friends were watching me play or whatever, and I just could not beat this level. So I stood up and I threw the controller down to the ground and it bounced. And I took the Ottoman I was sitting on. I took it up and I over my head and I slammed it on top of it. Jesus. That was... Uh, that was some rage. That's some rage, my friend. Yeah, I have rage. Um, uh, so yeah. I, I, I try and quell it now, but like if I play an online game by myself, it's only a matter of time before that beast comes out. So I try not to. Well, that's why you got your own gaming room, and then you gotta yeah. uh, make sure your son's out in here. Just so, ah, pick him up. And throw him <laughs> so that's have why you, I, I have you ever like flipped out playing Smite yet? Um, no, because I know I'm bad at it. I can't, I don't like losing. I don't like, nobody likes losing. I don't like losing and I don't like being taunted. If you taunt me, that's when I like, I get like above and beyond angry. So like, that's why I you can't, and Jackie get along so well. Yeah. Like, well, I don't really take Jackie seriously because, you know, we're friends and stuff. Whoa. Oh, I hope she's listening to this. No, I don't take her seriously as like a uh, enemy combatant, but I can't handle, like, I, I can't do trolls. I am that guy that if you start like, you know, messing around with me, like I let you get under my skin, and I will like get enraged, and I have Ooh, to like got... separate myself. Okay, so I I know never to to push your buttons. <laughs> yeah, but when it's my, I I know I'm awful. Uh-huh. So if people kill me, like I get frustrated and angry. But it's like you're not good at this to begin with, so uh-huh. don't get, like you can't get too upset. But if it's a game I like, I feel like I'm good at, and I I'm getting yeah. beat at, then it's like, well, but I want to hunt do you, you down. Do you talk trash? No, I don't. I'm like I am against that yes yeah, so i am I'm anti a... i'm anti troll i could have these great mm. rounds and i'm never gonna i'm never gonna taunt anybody i'm not just not the way i want to play games because i don't like that and i don't like doing it to other people yeah right. see that like i'm calm i'll laugh and you know yeah. laugh at a situation but yeah. i'll never poke and pry. yeah uh, i had a i had an experience a couple of months ago that uh I went over to my friend Brendan's and I busted out my Dreamcast and we decided to play a little Power Stone. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good game. And, oh, it's my, oh, man, I, I could go on forever. We're going to have a Power Stone dedicated podcast one of these days because it's just that good. So we're playing Power Stone. And this was this is our game. We always do um, Wang Tang versus Wang Tang and Tong Han. That's, that's, that's the place. That's the game. And it's been a, a, at least a year, two years maybe that was since we'd played it. And I forgot just how personal get fighting games can get, especially the good ones. Um, the ones that he and I really like to play are Power Stone, Dead or Alive 4 uh, is amazing. And so we're sitting and we're sitting next to each other. We're sitting, he has this, he used to have this giant California King bed. And uh, I don't know if I told him the story, but we we're sitting there and we're playing and we're getting into it and i lost and i swear i had like i had to i had to tell myself not to do it there was a split second a nanosecond where i literally wanted to punch him in the face i've had that with for friends. beating me and i didn't do it and i'm glad i didn't do it because i would never want to do that to him at J- all jump on youtube and look at like just type in uh E fighting rage, and you'll you'll see like people playing Street Fighter, and afterwards like losing and just uh, yeah. Punching. I mean, I am not, I am not a violent person. I've hit one person my whole life, but in that moment, I like, I, I just, I felt that surge. 
just like, ooh, you, and I, I, I can't do it. I stopped. My buddy who I go to PAX with, he knows, he knows me so well. He knows which buttons to push, and he just loves pushing them. So there was a time we were playing Halo 2, like, LAN, and a big LAN party. Yeah. And he just kept hunting me with that shotgun. And I got up and I went, I, I opened the door and I went to the other room and I was just, I was so close. And I was just like, I should not do this. I really shouldn't do this. And I went and I sat back down. But I know that feeling where it's like, that jerk, I'm going to go break his nose. Yeah, I, I, I'll admit my reason for wanting to hit Brendan was not warranted at all. He won fair and square. But that game it brings it out of me because it's just i know i'm good at that game if there are games that i'm good at power stone is one of my games i'll take anybody on that is an open invitation i will doesn't matter who it is i will go i'll go after you and i will tear you up but he is because we play games together so much he's the perfect you know yin to my yang or whatever And he just he trounced me Yang like it was Yang. it was bloody and it was silly and it was very emasculating and I was just you dirty dog I wanted to punch him right in his stupid face but I love his face hmm. my best friend Uh Dark Souls has pissed me off in the past Diablo Diablo more so um, when it wasn't working. When it would glitch, oh, when it would freeze. That's different. That's di- yeah, that's different. Yeah. Um, Guacamelee was... Yeah? Yeah, there is two endings in Guacamelee. And f- to get the second ending, uh, you have to collect these orbs. And these orbs are hidden in places where it's hard, really hard to get them. And uh, there's, a, there's a part in Guacamelee, and it's called uh, the treetops, where you find one of these orbs. And it is... I'll have to show you a video. There's this part where um, you're going higher and higher and higher, and you have to be very precise. Like that game has, like we've talked about it before, that, that you have the the movement is tied to your fighting. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very precise on like where you're going. So there's this part where you have to get through. Uh, try and picture this uh, a room, which if you get hit in the room, you now fall and you fall back not to the beginning, but like a, a healthy ways down, and you have to jump from. Um, let's say like tree to tree, even though they're not trees, they're, they're, they have these blades coming down. And so you have to make a jump, but the jump is no bigger than about an inch on the screen. Ooh. And so there is like walls, come, like trees coming and disappearing and reappearing and disappearing and reappearing. Mm-hmm. And it took me a solid three hours to beat this part. Like this part was like, when I looked it up, I was like, what am I, what have I got myself into? And then I went on forums yeah. and people were like, this is pain. Like, be prepared to yeah. be really frustrated. And the thing is, you only have so much health, and these things hurt you every time. Mm-hmm. And if you died, that was it. You're going all the way back down to the bottom. This was like three to three hours of just insanity. Where, like, after Damn. a while, you're ha- like, you're your own worst enemy in these type of games. Where it's like your muscle memory is shot because you're just like you're so nervous when you make it halfway. You're like, don't screw up, don't screw up, don't screw up, and you instantly screw up. Yeah. But beating those moments, getting past those parts in like a Dark Souls or in this case like Guacamelee, it is like euphoria. And it, it makes all the rage like, I did it. I uh I've just I just was just having flashbacks when you when you were talking. I have a I never beat Grand Theft Auto four. I got to the very end, the end end, the final mission, every damn time. I do the highway shit, I get in the boat, 
I do the boat ride every time that I park that boat and get onto the pier to get into the other car and complete it. A, tor- a torpedo or a missile or whatever blows up the pier. I die every time. I think I did it about 15 to 17 times in one day, and it was the same fucking place every time. And I just was like, that's it. It's done. I've seen the vast majority of this game. F you and middle finger, and here you go. Done. So that's a game that I raged out to. Tomb Raider. Not the the first game on 360. Um, I forget what it was called. I think it was just Tomb Raider or was it Tomb Raider Legends? Legends. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to get all the achievements for this game. And I, I, I played it on hard. I got all the way to the last boss. I couldn't do it. It's the only game I've ever I've ever started out in and then not been able to finish. I could not beat that last boss on hard. Yeah. I had to quit. Start the game all over on medium and play through it all over again just to get to the last wow. boss. I was able to speed run through it in like three hours because I knew where everything was, three or four hours. But after I, 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 I lost count on like 110 times on how many times I tried beating that boss wow. for like a three-day span. And I was like, that's it. I just can't do it anymore. I, I want to see the ending. And so I played it on normal and beat it. But that is that is that thing that hangs over my head like, you never beat that game. You actually had to give it up because it was too difficult. Wow. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for sending in their questions. Yes, thank you. You guys are fantastic. And uh, before we get out of here, we got just a few minutes left on the podcast. I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to the show. Yes. And also in recent developments, uh, you know that you can find the show on TalkingComicBooks.com. Just recently, uh, Talking Comics put together a kind of... Help out Talking Comics Fund. We're looking to be TalkingComics.com online. Uh, it's going to help us tremendously with the brand, uh, bring people to the site, and get more podcasts like this, better equipment and sounding better, and better shows, and better content for all of you guys. And uh, if anyone listening to this show that listens to Talking Comics, and or even went to the Talking Comics website or saw us on Twitter and decided to throw in some money uh, to our PayPal to help pay uh, for us to meet the demands of this company that's willing to sell us uh, the name. Just want to thank you from everybody here for doing that. You guys are amazing and fantastic. Uh, Bobby got to thank everybody last night on the Talking Comics podcast, and I just wanted to put some words in for me personally. Uh, very, very touched and blown away by the response. We did this in, we raised $1,100 in five days, like five days for no, with like no rewards. We're going to do stuff for people that, that donated. We're going to have shirts and such, but with nothing in return, just giving and just being really cool people and fans and listeners and whatnot, the people reached into their pockets and said, you know, here, we want to help you guys out. Thank you for doing what you do. And so from us, and I know Rob and Justin, you guys both. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You know, we're here every week doing this. And we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you very much uh, for all of that stuff. You guys are the best. Yep. Around. No best one's ever going to beat you no up. Gonna ever keep you. Anyway, so let's do some Twitter action personal twitters mine is at dead underscore anchorus on twitter rob i am dusk 1020 d-u-s-k 
1020. <laughs> Justin. I'm at Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. Word up. And we are at Talking underscore Games on Twitter. You can also, you can find this website, website, you can find this podcast at TalkingComicBooks.com. Um, review us on iTunes. Interact with us on Twitter. Uh, put a message up in the Talking Comics Facebook page. That is facebook.com slash talking comics. And, uh, you know, tell us what you guys are playing. Tell us what you guys want in the future. And uh, we're going to be looking to do a little bit of a E3 prediction preview kind of thing in the coming weeks. And uh, so if you guys want, let us know what you think uh, is going to be coming out, what's going to be announced. They actually, they leaked a lot of that information, right? Some of it's some of it's been leaked, um, but the week before E3, like a lot of stuff gets revealed and then they hold the show uh, until the show for like the big, big drops. But yeah, let us know what you'd like to see. Let us know what you think is going to be there. E3 is like my second Christmas. favorite holiday. Yeah, yes. I love, I love, I love it. E3. I love it. I plant myself in front of those streams and I watch every yeah. second. Oh, I love that. Yep. So yeah, interact with us. Let us know what you'd like to see. Let us know what you hope is going to be there. Let us know any you know anything, any thoughts you have about the shows. And um, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun the next couple of weeks. This is the biggest time of the year for people like us. So definitely interact with us. It's feeding time. Yes. All right, guys. So uh, that's going to do it for this week for the Talking Games podcast. I am Steve, Rob, mm-hmm. me, <laughs> and, and Justin. And I'm Justin. <laughs> and. Uh, Until next time on Talking Games, thanks for listening, but our princess is in another castle.